You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Oh yeah! Hey guys. We're here doing another recap of Shark Tank. We're actually going to do two recaps tonight. We got episode 23 and 24. We had the new Thursday night special. I wonder how the ratings went, but we're just going to go. We're going to go right through all eight presentations. We got a lot to get We got through. a lot to do. It's me and Phil here. You know what? And uh, just real fast before we start, there's, there's a lot of great articles out there about the sharks and things like that and how much they, they film an entire season in nine days. And so a lot of the uh, anger and resentment that comes from the sharks, you know, battling, which we see, you know, in two nights episode. <laughs> so that's a pun. It's two nights episode. I thought you said we had to go quick. Uh, we are. Okay. I am. T- <laughs> um, but it comes from the fact that w- when you think about it, you know, uh, we're already on episode 24 and we still have a, a few more episodes to go. So when you cram that many episodes and products into nine days of filming... It's kind of awesome, but they're all busy, so it makes sense. But I do notice it because I probably wouldn't have noticed it if Lori and Barbara weren't there because they wear the same. You see the same dress a lot, like you see Lori's royal blue dress a lot, you know. And it's like, oh, she's wearing the same dress. Like, oh wait, no, they didn't leave, and you can tell. Um, But yeah, it's pretty interesting, and and I like when they get a little bit heated. So I like the banter. Like the banter thickens. You can tell it's like probably like day seven now. You know. Yeah. Of them filming. I would love this, the psychology of it. Like, hey, uh, you know, Mark's saying, hey, can I get a glass of water? No, no, no. It's better if you don't have a glass of water. That way you get ticked off easier. I don't think that happens. Anyway. Anyway, right, so we got the first one. product. We've got Scott and Josh come in with this dynamic product to help business attract customers. I don't know, man. The velocity signs. What do you think about them, Phil? Okay. They had, obviously, all the sharks kind of made up. They looked weird. It didn't look appealing. It didn't look appealing, but in the same sense, I don't think, and I could be wrong, like, I don't think it's always going to be a person. Like, if it's, like, you know what I mean? Like, it could be some sort of shape, so maybe that, for me, that's neither here nor there. But, you know, I actually like, and I do, I think all the sharks shared the, like, they feel bad for the guy that's flipping the signs on the street, he's hot, he's this, he's that, but I kind of like it, like, I like that he throws it up, I like that it spins, like, I agree Has it ever made you go in, though? Never. Okay, so there you go. No. However, I like Barbara's note about the real estate market, because that's still a viable market that, again, the flip sign guys, I don't don't care for that, but but, but the real estate, that makes sense open house stuff, yeah. yeah. Or the for rent yeah. West Side Rentals, places like that could probably use it too, or whatever. Wherever but it's, it's just he- it, it was heavy. Yeah, it was like 168 pounds or something like that. 165 pounds. Um, so they're asking for $225,000 for 15% of the company. Um, and they, the thing that was interesting to me too is they said that they, they in price range from 1899 to $2,850. I mean, what do you get for 1899 like one to put on your desk? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like it was just like such a really big range for a product. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I understand tears, it. and I understand, but still, it's you know. Anyway, they had 125 they sold over the last 12 months, so they've made 250,000, 257,000. Their cost, and and they do a demonstration of their cost of one of the, like the Cuban. They said like one of the ones they had there was a thousand dollars, and they'd probably sell that one. That's probably like a top of the line, twenty eight hundred dollar one. So it's kind of a good. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good margin. They say they have Little Caesars doing it, companies like that. Um, and I do. I agree with you. Like, I agree that the real estate thing's good. I've never went into a store because of the fly- movie, sign flipping. Movie theaters might be good. Stadiums yeah. might be good. You know, the only one that I really can be like, this is something that I distinctly remember, is Liberty Tax. They always got Uncle Sam out there flipping signs. <laughs> okay. So maybe it would be something like that, like a cartoony or like a Santa one during, like... Or whatever. Um, so so then we have... This is a really interesting situation that happens here with the Sharks. We got Robert saying it's clever, but he doesn't really like... He's done this, the digital signage. He doesn't like it. He's out. Mr. Wonderful is like, you know, what do you guys think you're going to do? This isn't a huge business. You know, I'm out. Mark's problem is you people are only going to buy... Companies are going to buy one, not two. He's out. Barbara's like, it's perfect for real estate, but it's too heavy. She's out. And then Lori's like, you know, you guys are extremely smart. There's a, there's a, there's a way to do this for the brick and mortar shops. She's like, I, I, I'll give you a deal. $225,000 for 30% of the company. Then all of a sudden it starts. Kevin's like, I'll, I'll come in on that if you'll have me, Lori. And Mark's like, I'll come in on that too. So it goes from the three of them to get, it goes from everyone out. Which is so funny because a fear of loss really happens sometimes on this show. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like – and again, at the end of the day, do you want just investors or do you want people that said no at the beginning? You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like a back and forth for me. So but, then, now they're, but, but it's not like they're just going in just to go in. They're, they seem genuinely excited after Lori presented all the possibilities. Right. No, they totally – and I don't think – I think they're smart enough not to just – throw money at people and not give yeah. a shit. You know what I mean? Um, but then the guy, it, it turned into like a guys versus girls. So then Lori and Barbara are like, we'll do 225 for 25%. And the guys team, they're, they're like, we'll do 225 for 30%. And Lori and Barbara kind of almost got offended. They were like, seriously, like you're doing this right now? Which is, I mean, I would, I kind of would have felt the same way if I was Lori. I would have been like, so I'm the one that believed in you and brought to the table what could be possible, and you're not going to, you're going to go with the other sharks now. Like, I'd be kind of pissed, I think. Um, well, that's exactly what they did. Exactly. And I think that, um, but in the, in the same sense, it was, Good. As much as it sucked for the for the women in this one, it was good. You know, it was for Mister Wonderful to be like, okay, I'm going to come back in. He something really had a click for him because he normally wouldn't do that. No. So something I think really had a click for them. Um, and Scott and Josh wind up, you know, going and again for them they made a good business decision. Like three shocks are better than two. So, I mean, I understand why they took that, but I don't know. I don't know that uh, this is a a business that I really care that much about. I mean, hey, again, it has a lot of promise if done right. Right. So we could definitely license this product. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure we're going to sure. start popping up Yeah. everywhere. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's anything else to add about the Velocity Signs, Phil? I mean, and hopefully and people have jobs. But I mean, how many people does this sign-flipping thing employ in the country? <laughs> 
Because some people like it. They have their headphones on. They're listening to their music. You know what's funny? And I could totally be wrong on this 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 statement that I'm going to have. But I feel like Jeff Holm from The Bachelor, that guy, The Bachelorette, whatever, I feel like he's one of the inventors of the sign flippers. Or he does something with the sign flippers. So that was a business he started. So I kept thinking, like, poor Jeff. But um, – there are a lot of people out there, and it's it's starting to catch on. Like, I see it in other parts of the country as well. It's not just, like, an L.A. thing because the weather's warm here. But they had a good answer for that. They had a good answer that you invest in this once. After six months, you'll get your money back for the amount of business that it will bring in. You could be hiring those people and actually using them to do something rather than to just be outside flipping a sign. So they had an answer for that that I kind of liked. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, moving to the next one. We had Singif, I think that was his name, comes out with, the, you know, the reimagined favorite snack, the Lord Nut Levington. What the hell was this? You know, I kind of... He's a you smart guy. He just didn't care. See, but I I did... I liked him. He was a smart guy. I liked the packaging. I liked the slogan, pardon my flavor. I've never see, seen a seasoned peanut before, so I like, I, you know, the whole shtick. I kind of liked. Um, he was asking for a half a million dollars for 30% of his company. Didn't seem too crazy uh, of, a, of a valuation, but it was, again, it's where is this going to go? And he was smart in the sense that he had a product, and he did have answers. He knew that now, more and more now, as an entrepreneur with an idea – and getting people behind him to roll out the product. Like, that's kind of what he was saying. And he also said that he came from working for Stacy's Pita Chips. So he's got back. Stacy's Pita Chips is huge. I was actually eating Stacy's Pita Chips while I was watching this show, and I was like, hmm. So, like, clearly that worked. I thought of him. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, clearly that worked. And if he was part of that, you know. Yeah, but it's, um, you know, how many people take credit for successes versus I'm not saying he's doing it versus how many people take credit for failures. You get what I'm saying? No, I do, but so he probably could have had ten other things that failed and the one thing that No, no, I'm saying that okay, you know, the 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 chips that you're talking about, you know, it may not actually been him. But obviously what I'm saying is I think he was like the one of the finance guys. That's what he was saying. But again, I've met so many people that are responsible for this person's success or the success of this brand that, again, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm oh, just, we I got just a little like bit of jaded Phil coming out here. I just like here. to check it out. No, I get what you're saying. A lot of people, you know, say things that they don't really do. I totally understand that. Like, Steph C, all of a sudden now famous? Yep, I made her famous. That was me. I knew Steph C back then, and, you know, I told her exactly what to do, and we every week we co-hosted, you know, the Shark Tank after show, and, you know, she gained her genius from me, and now she's successful because of me. And then I would be like, all right, everybody just go rewatch all the Shark Tank episodes and form your own opinion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, they're in 600 stores. They've already invested $1.1 and he didn't really answer that question of where it came from. Like, he just, I guess... Investors... Yeah, but there wasn't like he raised a, bunch, a round of money before this, that, anything. But he was, you know, he went to a good school. He was smart. Mark and Robert really liked him. They really liked his answers to some of Mr. Wonderful's questions, which, you know, I was really impressed with. Mr. Wonderful, you know, I can't follow you down this path to hell, he said, he's which is a little that. bit freaking dramatic, but he's out. Um, Barbara, <laughs> Barbara has no love for the nuts, pretty much. Well, she can't. <laughs> she anyway. just doesn't. 
And then and Lori she just can't eat them. That's no, that was Lori. Barbara said she has oh, no okay. love for him. Lori yeah. can't eat him. I understand that. Like you don't like if you have a peanut allergy or this that, or the other thing, and you can't eat them. Like why are you going to invest in a company? Well, you could. The only problem is you can't. You'll never know if they taste good or not. Right. Right. You know. Um. Robert didn't like the plan. You know, he didn't like something that made it. Th- he didn't. He didn't like the presentation. I don't think this guy's presentation wasn't good. Let's be yeah. real. It, it wasn't like, oh, my God, this this is the best new product. We need to help this guy get it out here. Because there are some people that come on with a product and have no idea what they're doing, probably aren't as smart as this guy, and get deals because they're they're just more forward with, like, this is a product that I love. There was no love for the product, pretty much. That's, mm-hmm. like, what Barbara was saying. Like, your doesn't look like you love your nuts. <laughs> I knew that would be no, he doesn't, no, he doesn't love his nuts. <laughs> he doesn't love his nuts. Um and then Mark gave him, you know, an opportunity to answer a question about sales velocity and data and this and that. And, like, they started with giving data that this is what's going to happen. And then he went oh right to, God. like, when people the, really the like can answer. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, the can answer. Nothing no. Because, okay, when, when, you're, when you're on that groove of statistics and whatnot, that's your best bet. But then as soon as you get into, well, this is changing lives, I have, you know, various emails to prove it. Oh, do you? Because great. So three people wrote in that they like your nuts. No. Great. That's wonderful that it changed their lives, but that doesn't solve anything. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. It was very... Then make it a hobby and sell it to them on the yeah. weekends. Who cares? It's not a business. But he is like he's still making money. So maybe this will... You know what I mean? Maybe this will work and it will be slow and steady. I don't know. Mr. Peanut is like the most branded peanut ever you would think that someone like mr peanut would see this and be like oh we should totally do flavor peanuts i i feel like something like this is is hard because can you think of any other peanut than mr peanut like can you you know what i mean like they have that space peanut nailed. butter no <laughs> mr peanut i know i know uh, sick. i don't know yeah i can't the one that made me. i don't eat peanut i eat almonds okay I'm just saying. Anyway, moving you on. You want me to answer the question? I'm answering no, the question. No, I did want you to answer the question. But I'm just saying that in that category of food, I feel like there's – like if you think of peanut butter, you think Skippy. Like they've – Peter Pan. Or pe- right, Peter Pan. So you could in that one say one quick. You, when you say peanuts, there's not another – Yeah, because it's, it's the dude. It's Mr. Peanut. Exactly. The dude, the so dude. they – and he's trying to – to brand a new dude and it's he doesn't care about the dude he just you know what i mean like it's not it's just a weird dude to brand to me lord what lord nut like nuts a lot he looks <laughs> he just looks weird lord frightening nut levington yeah he looks a it, weird. It, it looks like an emo thing to me <laughs> oh my god I love i'm sorry what do you want me to say i don't know i don't know all right let's move on moving on next we got happy feet oh my god i want some Okay. I want some so bad. I you understand why they were called Happy Feet? It just okay. The movie Happy Feet. It's just it's just you know what I mean. It's gonna get so many people just off the bat, just off that title of Happy Feet. How do you know that they weren't out before the movie? Do you? Do we know? Can we look that up? I mean, I go ahead. Convince me otherwise. I'm just saying. There's no real way. To... Okay, whatever. Right, I happy feel like feet. I feel like if the there was a movie. Named Happy Feet, and then someone did a spinoff of a slipper named Happy Feet, and they didn't have it first. There'd be a lawsuit behind that. Like I feel like that's you in can't branding. really brand like you can't necessarily. It depends on the title, but like I don't know. Anyway, Happy Feet. 
Okay, so we have Pat Gates. I liked him. I really liked him. I liked his presentation. They, loved, they all loved his I, happy feet. I love the shot of them all just kind of walking around, like, wearing their happy feet. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. They were all kind of just, like, squishing their feet along, you know? Um, I really liked it. I really, really want the giraffe pair. I love giraffes. Um, but he wanted $375,000 for 15%. Um, and I thought it was really funny when they were giving him out and he went to give Robert the penguins and he's like, what penguin? He's like, give me the lion. (laughs) So it was really cute. Um, and this is a successful company already and he's trying to expand overseas, but they've done $6.5 million in sales in the past three years. You know, in the last year, and I like how the Sharks always say, okay, you've done that past three years. Yeah, What's the last always, year? Yeah, it's... Because if it's going down, then it's no good. And if it's going up, it's good, you know? Um, but the, in the last year, they did $2.65 million, and then And the, the interesting thing to me is $2.2 million worth of these sales are online. What's, That's insane. It's insane, and it's awesome, because I... I wouldn't have thought for that reason, like when, when they asked why and they're like, it takes up a lot of shelf space. I didn't, I would have never, I would have just been like, oh, they decided to do that. They don't want to pay with the big box stores. They don't want to have the margins. They get more direct to consumer profit, you know, whatever. But I didn't get that they, I, I would have never thought of that, but it makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, and But it's still, you know, I mean, just again, if, if you're in a store, you obviously have direct visibility. This one, you have to consciously find it or be looking for something or type in something you know what well I'm snooky 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 was snooky and um you know it, it's true people like snooky and, and getting some of these celebrities in in stuff like this is somewhat better than store you know what i mean like they, and, and they were kind of saying how I they... I mean, they had, struck gold. If they got her that early, they struck gold. Oh, they did. They had That's no, what I'm saying. No like, one even, like, no one knew what the hell Snooki was going to be when, you know, or the Jersey Shore kids. Yeah. Especially her. Like, she's the gold. She's the gold because... And, it, and it's kind of awesome that she's turned gold because she was kind of the trash bag. She was. And she kind of, she kind of, as soon as she got pregnant, she kind of turned it around. She's a smart businesswoman. She's got a bunch of different businesses. She's got a bunch of brands. Like, Snooki is her own brand nowadays. So, yeah, they definitely hit it gold. And, I, you know, she got 12, Snooki gets 12% of this as a royalty, which is crazy. That's a, that's a big percentage. That's a big percentage of all sales. Um, but anyway, Mr. Wonderful is like, there's nothing propri- pro- proprietary. Yes, here. Um, Lori was, you know, Ask the online questions. Barbara feels that you know it's not going to get any bigger. That this, they're kind of at their big point, so she's kind of out. Robert doesn't see where he can add value, so he's kind of out. Which again gets interesting later. Mister Wonderful, you know, concocts his. Here we go with the Mister Wonderful deal. He concocts his three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. He wants a three-dollar royalty on every slipper sold until he gets his money back, and then five percent. Um, Equity after he recoups the money and a dollar fifty just to wet his beak. Pick. Yeah, just to wet his beak. Yeah, yeah I like when he said that. Um, which was interesting. Then Lori says she'd go in with Kevin, and Kevin was like, "Yeah, I don't really like like point five, so we're gonna move that up to six percent." Well, because yeah, we'll it makes half. sense. You know, the the three percent made sense initially, but then okay, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. You got two people now. Um. 
And then Mark was kind of like, I, Mark really liked him. Mark really respected him. He's like, you know, you're the real deal. And I really, you know, you got it going on. But I'm just, I'm kind of out. Like, I'm just not into this product. Um, and then, you know, Lori, you know, wanted that. And then he wanted to counter Lori and Mr. Wonderful. Because, you know, he was kind of straight up like, this deal is kind of too complicated for me. Like, I really don't want that. I'll give up a little bit more. And he says to Lori and Mr. Wonderful, how about 375 for 20%? And then Mr. Wonderful said, no, 30%. And he was like, you know, can you guys come down to $375,000 for 25%? And Robert chimes in. Again, a shark that was out comes back in, chimes in, and is like, I'll take that deal. And he right away was like, okay. And Lori and Mr. Wonderful was sitting there. They were like a little bit dumbfounded that he took the deal right away. Well, especially because... You know, if if Robert initially said, I can't add value to this, and that was his big selling point about him going out, I, what are you going to add to it then? I, that was kind of – I was it's left feeling thing, that too. It's one thing when you're like, okay, I don't know if this is the right product. I know I could do something with it, but you know, it might require a lot of work, whatever. But when you can't add value to the product – yeah, doesn't make sense. I mean, and it, he wasn't clear in the sense I can't add value because I'm not going to get enough return. He was just like, I can't add value. I'm out. And yeah. then he was the one that made the deal, which you know, again, comes back. Maybe he heard something. Maybe something. You know, and it's cut together, and it seems like he was out and then came back in. But they present for a couple hours, so it could have been some well, other stuff that we didn't hear. It's on average, it can be as fast as let's say 12 minutes. To as long as two hours, right? That's that's the length and breadth of. A I wonder pitch. what the fastest one was. Twelve minutes. No, I mean, what product was the fastest one to oh, get a okay. deal? I would love to have statistics like that. I don't know if twelve minutes was to get a deal or not, but you know what I mean. Like, I wonder what the quickest deal made was. Like the quickest presentation deal. I just want. I just want the shark. I just want one product that just sucks so bad that he goes in there. And the sharks just see it, and he open, and him or her opens his mouth, um, and the sharks go no, but no, and he just has to leave. You're so positive, Phil. I did, hey, come on. Why? You're like I just want someone to walk out on the show and be all prepared to give their presentation, and the sharks to cut them off before they even get a word out and say no, your product sucks. Roll out. <laughs> I mean, that hey, would make you happy. There's enough. There's enough bad products out there where we can make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> it is. All right, cool. Anything less left uh, about the happy feet? Uh, good for them. Yeah. Hopefully Robert can actually bring something to it. I think he will. I think they all can bring something to every product. They've run businesses. They're smart. They have connections. I think sometimes they say stuff like that because they don't want it or this or that. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's kind of like a, a little bit of a cop-out and not being mean. Get what you're throwing down. Yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to hold your haunches. Okay. I loved Mark's little remark about, you know what? We're going to start the tush push. I kind of, I'm kind of team tush push. That's I'm kind a of much team better tush push. Pro- better product. <laughs> you know, I like these two women. I like the whole, you know, sassy Southern moms. I like people that, that what is up create with a Kevin product. about False advertisement. Any time that women he have like screwed. uppity boobs, he got screwed like in college or something. He's like holding on to it. But I kind of, That's ins- I kind of agree thing, with him though. In a way, I kind of agree with him. I agree with him too. But it's better than I guess getting st- 
the, okay, the, the the weird hair extensions, remember that? Yeah. I, I, which, by the way, might actually get those girls in here. But, like, yeah. okay, that, like, that's just completely false. Whereas, like, you, you touch, you just work with what you got, and you give it a little shape. I understand. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't wear one of these, and I'm not saying that I haven't <laughs> worn something like this if I had to get into a dress or something like that. Because all, mo- not all, most women, if they have to get dressed up or something, there's some, there's a million. See, my thing was that there's a, I thought there was a million products out there, but apparently there's products that go under the garment. They're not built into the garment is the distinction that I got. But, yeah, but I get if you're going to wear something like this every day, and I don't think this product is the false advertising thing. Mr. Wonderful kind of goes completely left with this and says the whole thing. But I, I okay, can you understand can't deny- that. Ass one versus ass two on that before and after photo. Deny what about it? That it's ass, ass two no, is be- definitely better. More attractive. Right. But it's just, I don't know. Like, what would you do? What would you do if you were like, you brought some girl home and she looked all good and then like put on sweats and like was, what? A, uh, this is going to get real fishy. Maybe we should just move. <laughs> real fishy. <laughs> um, Maybe we should just move away from this topic. I mean, hey. I get, I get his point. And I think for me, the reason why it rings so true to me is because one of my first jobs when I moved out to L.A. was photo retouching. So I was creating okay, this thing. that's a little thing. bit different. It is and it's not. Because you're creating this thing that's false that people want to aspire to be. It's still a false of you. You know what I mean? Like I, I but work you're with- physically moving stuff. Whereas a photo, like I've seen, we did a thing on uh, <laughs> on Black Hollywood Lives Fashion Four Hundred One, which is uh, you guys should check it out if you guys are into fashion. Um, we talked about a Photoshop photo, and uh, ironically, we were talking about the woman in the photo. But I noticed like they completely changed everything about this photo. Like it might as well just been a photo of this mic right here for those of you watching. And changed it to, like, be Megan Fox. Because nothing, none of the background, none of the thing was anything to begin with the original. Yeah, some of it's really terrible. And it's funny, recently, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Lord, the the singer Lord, she saw herself uh, on the cover of a magazine or somewhere in a magazine, t- completely retouched. And she actually tweeted a picture of her actual performance and was like, you know what? Like, I'm cool that I'm not perfect. Like, we all have imperfect stuff about us. So I thought that was pretty cool. But I get I get the whole thing. It's false advertising. I, I I think he takes it a step too far, but I understand what he's saying. That That's that's where we'll leave that one. Um, but, yeah, Mark chimes I mean, in I with every... You know, to, to guy... Just, 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 just one last point. All okay? right, all right, all right. I think if you're a guy and you're not smart enough, if you get fooled, if you... <laughs> it's be the worst thing in the world. Let's stop. <laughs> if you Let's back some fatty and you, because she's wearing this, but she looks like a 10, and then you come home to a 2, that's on you, bro. That's JV. <laughs> That's what we say. That's JV. You bag a 10 and you come home, she's a 2. That might be the best thing you've ever said. I love you. <laughs> As you're snorting into the microphone. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Mark comes out and says, I think the funniest thing he's ever said, every tush needs a push. It's true. Every, I mean, you tell me one, not that everyone's going to wear this, but no, no one's perfect. No one is perfect. So, 
Again, I'm not going to go out and buy one of these, so don't get me wrong, but... Okay, so let's talk about the male versus female aspect of this. Well, it is. It's kind of like... And and I, I kind of agree with Lori in this, that as soon as there's a woman product that comes out like this, a lot of the dudes go out. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe, like, if they're... I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. I mean, this one I don't see that big a problem with. I, th- I think they could have gone in just fine. If we're talking about tampons or other stuff, then, yeah, I could see, like, okay, there's nothing I could... Bring, there's no validity I can bring to this. There's, you know, I don't have knowledge of the space. See, I don't agree with with that whole thing because... You don't have knowledge of the space, but if you're a smart entrepreneur that's successful, you know enough. Like, you don't know everything, and you know enough to find out what you don't know. So if you thought it was a great product, or if it or if it had lots of sales, or you liked the two people and they were doing something good, even though it was, like, tampon something, I, mean, I can't believe that's where you went. What do you, what do you want me to say? What I get it. Product? I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know what I mean? Like, you... You, I would invest in I, cups. I don't know. Male cups? cups? Uh, sports. It's sports completely cups? different. Anyway, let's just move on. Okay. Um, but I get what you're and, and then Mark kind of comes back and is like, Laura, you don't do any tech stuff. And she was like, yes, I do. You know what I mean? So he made it about, I don't know this product. I really just don't know this product. Um Anyway, then Laura and Barb are like kind of – they kind of want to make a deal just to prove the dude's wrong. Which isn't the best deal to make, but all right. No. Yeah. I was a little bit like shocked. So they offer $75,000 for 40% um, of the company. They'll get bull sharks and they also get a $100,000 cash credit line, which makes a lot of sense. They're going to need more than $75,000 to do this. I like that Laura and Barb kind of made them go away to talk about it. Um, I thought that was interesting. And as soon as they said it, like, you could see these women's faces. They were just like, we got a deal. Like, they looked yeah. so excited, so genuine. I was really happy for them. They took the deal. And then, you know, Kevin, uh, Mark chimes in and says, Kevin and I are going to start our online tush push. And honestly, if they did start their online tush push, guaranteed it would work. Tush push is a better name. Tush not- push is better than hold your haunches. I don't know what a haunch is. It's your, it's your butt. <laughs> I I mean I I would never associate. Right, look up the official definition of haunches. Pretty just hold it down. We'll hold our haunches while you find the no, answer. Well, we'll move on and then we'll we'll come back to it. So anything else about the uh, hold your haunches, aka tush push? Tush push, much better name. Tush push, much better. All right, but they got a deal. Okay, now we're moving into it was the, so those were the four for the Thursday night. We wonder if we'll see more Thursday night episodes. Now we're gonna go into episode twenty four, which was on the Friday night. Did you get the definition? Okay, yeah. What is it? It is the hip, buttock, and upper thigh in humans and animals. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. In case you guys out there. Tush push better. Tush push better. Um, so the first, uh, the first guy to come out is Taylor Robinson for Taylor Robinson Music. It's an innovative service that connects students to teachers. And for me, like the way that they said that, cause you know, they always give like the one line as they're working out. I was like, students to teachers, I didn't right away get the guitar because I, I was thinking schools or tutors right away, you know? Um, he wanted $100,000 for 10% of his company. And, you know, I really like this guy, though. I like the way that he was like, more and more music's getting cut out of schools. And I'm a big 
like this this whole category gets me on fire. Like music and arts being cut left and right from schools gets me really worked up because it's not it's not fair. Not everybody learns that way. There's so many more artists making money. You know what I mean? Like where we were year twenty years ago in our education system to where we are now, the higher paying jobs, the creative think out of the box things that actually make a lot of money. Like I don't think our schools and the curriculums are, are scaled for that. I'll let it go. Moving on. I thought this is a really good I thought it was a really good idea. It's like an app. I Good idea. Execution is not quite there, which is what killed him, unfortunately. You know, you got to market test all this stuff out. You know, you got to continue to develop. You know what I mean? You do, but in the same sense, it's like, where is that? Yeah, I mean, I wish that they they would. In a restaurant, you have a POS system. Yeah. He needed his own, like, he needed a POS system for this. I wish like that the hub central. I like all the different categories, but I wish that for Shark Tank, each company had to be kind of you had to get through a certain amount of hoops in order to present on Shark Tank because then we've heard this a lot. It's too soon, it's too soon, it's too soon. And the too soon for me isn't that interesting to watch. The the you're a bad salesperson, your product's good, your product sucks, this, that, or the other thing, you're dead to me. Like that's really interesting to for me to watch, but the it's a really good idea. We wish you luck. You're not there yet. Not interesting to me to watch. I mean, do you feel that at all or not really? Well, it just depends on your definition of the screen. Because if I was listening to this guy, okay, so he's he's got the model. He's making some money, you know. And again, who's I don't know who's necessarily screening these people. It could just be some, like, PA assistant. Right. And it's like, okay, well, oh, you got a great business. Okay, yeah. Right. Sign you up like, next I wonder week. what the criteria is. Um but anyway, real quick, so it's a mobile app. You can type in, like, your zip code or your location, and you, it will pop up the musicians in your area. You get a profile. You get a picture. You get a bunch of stuff about them. It seems like a lot of overhead because you got to screen these musicians. It seems like a lot of overhead, but not really. If everything did get automated like he was saying. No, but you he's still got to screen these people. You still got to. But it's a brilliant idea. So maybe he needs like four hundred thousand dollars, and he needs to give up like twenty five or thirty percent of his company. But it's a brilliant idea. People want to learn how to play music. People, kids, and I, you know, for my kid, I would want, or for me, even if I wanted to learn it, I would want to see this person. I, I would want to know where was, they play. You can hear their music. Like, okay, the bigger part was the fact that he wasn't necessarily open to some of the suggestions that the sharks were, and that's what ultimately killed him because if he was like okay you know here's where we're at here's how much i need i want to update some of this stuff i'm also willing to take input from His you presentation guys. sucked <laughs> okay was it just me or the singers were not that good they hurt my ears <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being honest dude. i mean they, they i'm were. like raw tonight no sleep raw yeah no they they hurt my ears i didn't get it uh it didn't add anything and for me it was like you're you're telling me this whole app is to teach me how to play music, and you strummed, like, the most generic chord on a guitar. Like, play your freaking guitar. Show me that you know how to play an instrument so that I can be like, oh, my God, this guy's a total player. Like, I want to go and find someone that can teach me so I can play like him. I didn't like that part. The singers, I felt like, were unnecessary. And I I do. I feel like like this same exact... See, maybe this is, you know, why they let companies come on that aren't so far. But I feel like this same exact pitch 
I mean, the same exact ingredients to this pitch, pitched a completely different way. You know, if he came out and been like, this is what I'm doing. I'm stuck here. I'm stuck there. I need to cut costs. I need to figure out my database. I need to do this. That's why I need you guys. But this thing is growing. I got 4,000. Like, if he would have presented it in a different way, he would have got the money. Yeah. So, anything else on the Taylor Robinson music before we move on? Keep on playing, brother. Okay. I'm not going to lie. We move on to the power pot. We got David and Caleb. This kind of blew different my mind. Different kind of pot. You said it blew your mind. A different kind of pot we're talking about here. Come on, um, it, it really, it, it really um, genius. Portable power in a freaking pot. Add it's water, just too small. get power. But no, I see. I don't. I don't agree because people are camping and stuff like that. You like you could put that pot in your freaking backpack and you can go to the beach, put some water in it, charge your phone. Done. You're going to want to carry around like a big thing. The thing that got me, which was was the fact that the longer... I don't want to carry around a big pot, but I want the pot to be able to make stuff. But it can't. Have you ever been camping? What what size pot did you use? Bro. Remember we talked earlier in tonight's episode, I called called it JV? Yeah. So the the flip side of that is all balls. I was all balls camper, bro. I was in JV. I wow. wasn't JV. Right, y'all. I was. I'm a great camper. <laughs> really? No, because everyone goes out in their RVs and this. Yeah. I want you to go get two sticks and make a fly right now. <laughs> All balls, bro. Bro. I ain't um, JV. But this is the addition to if you're if you're going camping, you have your pots and pans and stuff. This is you know for me, I see this as like first off, I don't boil. bring my phone. For me personally, I don't bring my phone. Just Whatever, saying. too cool for school. Phil. Just saying. What I'm saying is, this product is brilliant. Brilliant. You put some water in a freaking pot, and you get power. Endless possibilities. Agree or disagree? As long agree as or disagree? It's great. There you go. Bro. But again, it depends on the temperature. The, well, the lesser the temperature difference, the lesser the power. Right. Which kind of it makes sense. But that, that it, it, you would think it didn't make sense to do it that way. I mean, it makes. I get it. I get it. Um, anyway, Mister Wonderful, um, and, and they ask kind of pretty pretty soon in there, like, "What do you need the money for?" And they're like, "They want to sell more door to door. They want to figure it out. Uh, no, they <laughs> want hire Mark Cuban to do it. Right? No, they want more doors. Um, they want to test in big box stores, and they want to expand their product line. They're only in a hundred doors now." Um, Mr. Wonderful says, I hate camping. Everywhere I sleep, I want a mint on my pillow. So he's out, which is hysterical. Damon said, I'm the opposite. So maybe you should go camping with Damon, Phil, because he's like, bro, I love camping. Yeah, but then um, he made jokes about his RV and stuff like that. Yeah, but his, and he said the business is too small. Yeah. And he's out. Um, Lori says, I see you in a small phase, in like a small, like it's kind of like a phase, like people get it, people don't want him out. Um, Robert's beautiful design. Form for camping, but he sees a way to. Put, he doesn't really see a way to participate. Like they've got it. What do they need? Um, he's out. And then, well, because the market won't. They've already counted for what the possible market is. He said. Yeah. And you know, there's no way to grow that. Yeah. So their valuation was pretty much not correct at all. Um, <clears throat> well, well so it was just the highest that it would ever go. Right. Um, 
But again, you can't you know value your company at the highest it will ever go if that's not what you're doing. That's not like who no. who said that's okay. <laughs> um, and then Mark did. Mark kind of asked him like, where do you see the company going in three years? And I felt. Like, this part of it for me was, like, huge. And they kind of just brushed right over it. They were, like, giving them to third world countries to, like, power shit. Like, they're, like, in Uganda, we're we're bringing lights. Like, people want lights there. So to be able to do something like that with a product, that's revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like, that's insane. So for me, I was was very excited about that. And I can't believe they didn't really... I mean, in some sense, like... I don't know how it works, but would he just start a nonprofit in that sense then? Well, I know pro- probably, yeah. Like that's that, – I don't know. I, it well, feels but like nonprofits that, that... are some of the most profitable companies out there. Let's get real. Okay. I understand but, that. But, um, you know, you get sponsors. You get like someone like Coca-Cola or something like that to sponsor this so that they can say they're doing these products and looking good and they can get their product down wherever these places are as well and they buy a bunch and get it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's the cycle of that. But um, I, I to me that was very, I really really liked that. If they would have came out and been like, "We want to power the world," like we want to give you, because it is more and more companies are doing stuff to get internet to third world countries to get power to do stuff like that. People like even in Haiti, people are going down there and they're actually starting businesses within the community so that they can then have run their own businesses. Like they're trying to do stuff like that. So I really I really like that. Um, and I felt like Mark was about to go out. He's like, I really like what you guys are doing. And like before he could say the but, they were just – and he's like, well, since you're smart. He was like, okay, Mark. Like he, they kind of chimed right back in and they convinced him. And Mark you know, was like, all right, I'll make you a deal. You guys are smart guys, whatever. I'll give you $250,000 for 20% of the company. And they countered. And like you were saying earlier, deals are – Kind of. This is the great because I just want to see more of these kind of stru- like, hey, we'll get you a board, we'll get you a position on the board, we'll th- this and that, this and shit. So we're we're smart, yeah. Because again, here's, it's just had they come back with a royalty deal, could have been a smart move. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Sure, Mark probably wouldn't go for that. But at no. least it's you know it's different. This yeah. is completely different. Yeah, they're, they are. They're breaking the rules. A lot of the deals that are presented, you know, two three years ago were just like this is it, yes or no. You know, like yeah. they would play with you know counter with the percentages. But um, so they come back and they offer him two hundred fifty thousand dollars for twelve percent. They get three percent advisor options and a seat on the board. And Mark was just like, deal. And to me, that showed that these guys, they know business. They know startups. They know new stuff. And um, like I said, more and more nowadays, the corporate structure, I think, is is changing. And I really like that. Um, All right. Anything else about the power pot? Nope. Different kind of pot. (laughs) Then we come to Stan and Kevin with the Fun Time Express. I don't know, man. This was the... (laughs) <laughs> okay, we got the whole package at the start of this, and I was like, you know, they they uprooted their life. You know, what's this going to be? It's their relationship has been tested. I think and it's the go- co- I mean, not to make it about this, but I think it was cool that there was like a gay couple business. It was the first time I we've seen that on Shark Tank, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, and the guy was, you know, the real estate guy. He seemed like the smart guy. You know, very analytical, logical, scientific, pragmatic. Yeah. This is what you come up with. I mean, I'm not, I I completely agree with you. When like, the train came out, I was did like, did you not have a childhood? Like, what what is I don't, this coming I don't from? Know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. I do not understand. I could. 
I don't see the. I baffled because I was I was kind of with you. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cute, like whatever. But blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, all right, what are they coming? I see the train come out, and I'm like, okay, what? Are, what's gonna be this train thing? Like, what's going on here? And then it's like we're gonna drive around a train. It's like they have a petting zoo inside the mall. Like they're gonna. Drive I don't understand. Like, who's going to put their kid on the train? Who's going to ride around a freaking shopping mall in that thing? Uh, this was... And pay three bucks. Like, I can understand if it was, like, a shuttle within the mall to get people from this point to that point to this point to that point or whatever, and the mall buys it, and you want to get every single mall to have one. But, like, but okay. when's the last time you saw a freaking merry-go-round in a mall? Okay. Come they, on. They said profit was going to be what? You know. Less than a thousand on a good weekend. Yeah, that is terrible. They have eight of these. They have five operational trains, and I think they have like two in the meeting. This sounds like we're talking about kids. I mean, I don't, I don't really get it, but hey, it works. Um, they figured out that three dollars a ride was a magic number for the ride. Um, you know, they had. <laughs> I wouldn't pay three dollars. You would? Would not. Oh, I wouldn't either. Um. But, you know, Mark was like, this is tough to grow. This is more difficult to get your money back. I'm out. Mr. Wonderful was like, this is limited to the mall. It's small. It's a train. There's no, it's a small train. It's a small deal. It's a small return. It's too small, 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 small. He's out. Robert says, it's a great thing for you guys, um, but it's too small for an investor. And he's out. And then Lori, which <laughs> threw me, was like, I like what you're doing. It's a feel-good business. I get the feel-good business part. But, again, I don't know, like, and maybe maybe this is just me because I am not like I lollygag yeah, a lot, I'm a, but I'm not a lollygagger when it comes to shopping. Like if I need something, I go to the mall, I go get it, and I leave. Like I'm not the person that spends like you know four hours in the freaking shopping mall. Who does that? Um, I don't see you riding a train. We should go find one. Um, There's only five. Yeah, but she said you know she's just a feel good business, and she's willing to do to put up half the money. Um, in order to, you know, but she wants another shark. So, you know, and she liked Mr. Wonderful, which is kind of funny, like how we said the banter earlier, they're like, you know, pissed at each other. Then Lori and Barbara are making a deal to like not have her, you know, so that they can be women power. And then she's like, I actually want Mr. Wonderful in this deal. Because he's good. Yeah. And, um, you know, so she presents, you know, 125,000 for 20% of the company and, you know, the guys pretty much said that off the top, they'll give them the profit to get their investment back, which I feel like that was kind of setting themselves up to fail. It was. <laughs> it was. I don't know what the, oh my God, these, like, they, they might as well offer, like, we'll give you every dollar, every, we'll give you 100% of any profit here and then in the near future in universes existing and to be created. Yeah. Like, what, what? You know, you know, I mean, and they get a deal, and I was definitely shocked that they got a deal. But this is one of the ones that I'm really curious to see um, what happens. Like, I'm curious to see how because they're going to change this. Go to your this. local mall. They're going to change it. They're going to change you it. Might see more. Okay. Um, and now for our last product, we've got the Quick Stop Fire Sprinkler Tools from this Matt, guy the was amazing. Super cool. He is. He's the business. Yeah. He's the guy you invest. Like, hey, I got a little mother effing inventor. You come out with two products a year, we're golden. My and, golden goose. Yeah, and, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, like, you know, I thought Lori was going to give him an offer just because she thought he was cute. Because you, you could see her being like, little fireman. 
You know, you can tell oh, you're doing God. that. Damon pretty much is. Oh, so what he wants? He's asking 150,000 for 10 percent of the company. Um, what it is, it's first thing. It's like a, it almost looked like pliers that yeah. fit perfectly around the, the sprinklers. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that if a fire goes off in a building that you only one of the sprinklers goes off. Like, I didn't know that. Um, so, you know, we got educated a little bit, but it definitely worked. I, I liked the product. It was quick. It was easy. He had the pole. He had a bunch of different stuff. He had the other the other plumbing tool, I think, was unnecessary, a little bit off base of the other stuff. I think he could have been good with the two. But Damien was like, I have no knowledge of this. Uh, you know, I don't know how I can help him out. Lori was like, I'm going to make an offer, but there's a lot of risk, so I need another shock. Again, with another shock. So she says, I'll give you 75000 for 18%. And then I want another shark that will also get 18%. And uh, Robert doesn't see that it's, you know, a self-evident consumer market because he doesn't know stuff about that. You know what I mean? Which I totally understand what he's saying. Um, Mr. Wonderful is like, I'll do the other half, but I want 25%. And, um, you know, Mark had a really good point. Though. He's like, why are you not charging more? There's other products out there and there are a lot more money and yours is easier and better. So why are you not charging more? So that was interesting. But he, you know, he's, you know, had the fireman answer like i just want to help people i just want to make it happen um Lori was like yeah i'll go in for 75 for 50 percent i mean 75 for 25 which would have got him the 150 but for 50 percent and he's just you know he's not willing to to give up that much of his company so he says no to the deal and i give him credit for that i give him credit for being like i just want to know what he's dealing with it now well, well we'll look it up so um that's it, guys. I know that we went quickly through the products, but we had eight to get through. Real quick, we had um, the two flashbacks, the corduroy bean bags, which was amazing. I love that bean bag great. thing. They're doing great. In the past eight months, they've done $3 million worth of sales. And then we had a really, like, an amazing flashback to the first, the very first product. Uh, I mean, the very first episode of Shark Tank. We had Ava the Elephant. And um, I remember that. I remember so. that too. I remember it. And they've you done, never forget your first. Yeah, and they've done six million dollars worth of sales with doctors and hospitals. There was an interesting stock swap that happened between Barbara and the woman um, at the health ponds or whatever it was. They got the Phoenix. It looked like Michelle Obama was getting the Phoenix Award. So that's kind of cool in itself. Um, but like I said, that about wraps it up, guys. Again, sorry it was a little quick run through, but we had a lot to get through. So we hope you enjoyed it. You can catch me at on Twitter and Instagram. I am Steph Z. Where can we find you, Phil? AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and watch Chasing Maria Menounos Tuesday nights on Oxygen at 10 p.m. Great episode about AfterBuzz TV because guess what? It's right at that cusp, like just like any business. Do you continue or do you call it quits? This Tuesday on Oxygen. You just got a lot more energy. I wish you had that the whole time, man. Well, I had energy the whole time. You just, just you just had more energy, so you kept talking. Blah, 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 blah. So you know what? I kept my mouth shut. You ma- you made me, Phil. You make me. Make- All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 